Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Arcanum Obscura. I'm your host, one of them, Nathaniel. And I am Chris, and hello. Welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I got distracted by something on the table. I saw you got distracted <laughs> by, like, dust or something that was on the table, and so you kind of trailed off halfway through that statement. Uh, I was like that in school. He's just always like, <laughs> it's hard to keep Chris focused because like a fly goes by, he just starts watching a fly go around the classroom. <laughs> Very uh, distractible. Yeah. But that's not terribly bad. And then he would all insult me and then I would ace their finals and they'd get pissed off at me. That's the best kind of thing. It was like, make them believe that you're stupid and <laughs> then you come out and like, actually, I'm the smart one. My up chemistry prices. teacher, I was like failing everything. He would punish me like every single day in my senior year. I'd walk into class, and before class even started, he'd be like, Chris, move your desk to my desk. And our desks were set in a square. You know? Yeah. And I'd walk in. I'm sorry. Choking on your drink? That whole time you were talking, I was choking on my drink. Sorry, and I was, I was trying to be nonchalant about it, but I couldn't. I tried so hard. But I'd walk in, he'd be like... <clears throat> push your desk up to my desk because so I have to push it across the room right up to his desk in the front and I just sit there and everybody's behind me. Then he made us take a test and I'd grab my test I'd crumple up and just jam my pen through it a few times and throw it up on his desk. Never answered any questions. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm going to grade that. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. I don't give a shit. No shit, that's why I did it. Then on uh, the last week of school we had our finals and I always kept a straight 65 so I would pass. And like I suck at math like I could figure out exactly how to keep a straight 65. Exactly what I needed to do to keep that 65 without failing. So he's calling individual students up to his desk and he writes down your grade for the final and shows it to you so nobody else can hear it. Mm -hmm. But I'm walking up there and he's like, Chris, I had to redo yours a couple times. I almost fell out of my chair. Like, that bad, huh? You got the second highest grade in the class. (laughs) He's like, why didn't you do this all year round? I'm like, because I know this shit. And I aced it because you called me fucking stupid. Yeah, to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my point has been proven. I drove my teachers nuts all the time by doing that. I was like, I know you can do better than this. I'm like, I don't want to. It's boring. <laughs> I remember when I had to read Hamlet in English. I'm like, do I have to read this? She's like, everybody has to read this. I'm like, I read it twice over the summer because I was bored. I love this book. Do I have to read it? She's like, can you just read it? <laughs> For the maybe, third time. Maybe something. Will have been, it would have been like the fifth time. I read it like two times the year before. So you might see something new in it this time, and we all have, you know, what are you going to do if everybody else is reading it? I'm like, all right, I'll read it again. I like the story, so let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> I actually have a really, really fucking old copy of Hamlet over there. It's like 1830s or something. Holy shit. It's old. That is an old copy of Hamlet. Um, but we need to get on track. It's handwritten. <laughs> it's the old press. Yeah. Handwritten by Johann Sebastian Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. It's a lesser-known brother. T- t- today's episode, we are continuing our uh, The Haunted kind of story as we follow the book that follows the family of the Smurls. Yes. Who are being haunted, being terrorized. Be patient, everybody. He's meandering his way to the point. <clears throat> The point is, we're just continuing. <laughs> that's what I mean. You went like, through, we're going through the book that follows this, that follows this, that follows well, the family. To be fair, yes. <laughs> I mean, 
That is what we're doing. We are not following the family per se. We're following the book, which is following the family. Maybe I am. You haven't seen my security cameras. Okay. Oh, God, no. <laughs> if you're from the Smurl family, he's in the house. Get out. Get out. Get out. It's been him the whole time. <laughs> Run. He's the one who's been haunting you. Leave. But yeah. Um, so we're going to be continuing that. It's going to be part three, I think. Mm, yes. Yeah, very always smack the desk. Every time. Every just hit the damn table. It's my knees. I'm just going to make like a cement goddamn table so when you hit it, it's just like, ah! <laughs> Nobody hears the bang, though. We just hear your knee shattering. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think this is part three, and we're, we're, we're close to the end. I'm pretty sure it's going to be five parts. Five parts. At least. Yeah. Uh, definitely five. Just definitely. F- maybe a small six. Unless the next few chapters are very quick. I had to cut had- the quality of the last. I think I almost nearly copy and pasted like the last chapter because I was so tired. <laughs> no, but like the last episode, I oh. couldn't upload it. It was over 250 megs. Oh. I had to drop it from 320 bitrate down to like 190 something. Yeah. <laughs> Get it down to wow. fit. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't take so long in this episode then. Yeah. We're still going to take long. Well, the other thing too is last episode we were both fucking exhausted. So we were just, I couldn't stop laughing the whole time. <laughs> Because you were ignoring my jokes, trying to get through it. And it was making me laugh even more, trying to make you laugh and not succeeding. No guarantees that won't happen again today. I don't think it'll be as bad. Uh, No, I think we'll be able to get through this pretty quickly. I took a nap. I took a nap. I'm old. I take naps. I've been... I I got up at like 12, so I should be okay. Well, you technically got up around 5. I got up at 5, did a run, got back home, did a little bit more writing, went back to bed. I wish I could do that. <laughs> go back to bed? No, I go to bed around 1. I wake up around... I was up at like 6 this morning. Gotcha. It's not fun. I'd rather mm-hmm. sleep till like... I remember we were five. talking about that at work. Well, what? That you, you were like miserable one day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I got like, 6 hours of sleep. I got sleep. like 6 hours of sleep. I'm like, I've been running on like 4 hours of sleep a night for like 2 months straight now. I don't <laughs> know what you're complaining about. Because <laughs> I'm a weak boy and I need my sleep. It doesn't help when you're in a relationship with someone on the other side of the world either. <sighs> That's true. My depression gets to me, so like whenever I don't get enough sleep, I'm just like, man, I just want to sleep all day. Friday? Not Friday. Uh, my that first day today. off. Today is Friday. <laughs> That's why I corrected myself. Uh, I think it was Thursday. I slept like most of that day. It still felt tired. But an excess of sleep can make you tired as well. Yes. I always <clears> hate <throat> when I take naps because I wake up fucking depressed as shit if I take a nap. I don't know why. Yeah. I'll be like exhausted. I'll try and play a video game like I can't. I gotta take a nap and I just wake up miserable. <laughs> Normally, when I take a nap, I'm pretty good. After I wake up, I'm usually pretty good. I don't have to worry about it. Um, but we should we should start uh, the actual podcast. The point of us being here. Yes, my OCD is done. Okay, so last week we left off with I hate autocorrect. What did they crack to? <laughs> Succubus became succumbs. <laughs> so last week we ended up with the, the last chapter we did was the uh, succubus attack on Jack. Yes, the succubus. Or the succumbs attack. The succumbs. To, uh, att- he did iPad. succumb. <coughs> so that was showing basically how strong the demon was becoming. Yep. Um, the Smurls and the Warrens both saw, you know, are progressing. And they knew that they needed... Yeah, they, wow. 
They knew they needed to do something. We are professional. You're fired. We got to sit here for like an hour going blah, 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 to get our mouths warmed up. Oh, we got to do, we got to start doing some actual like warming up routines. Yeah. Just. (laughs) I mean, you warm up at the gas station with your boyfriend before you get here, but I don't do anything. I just kind of go cold and start. That's your problem. (laughs) You need to get a boyfriend. Follow in my footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the elder here. You shut. So they both saw basically, you know, how bad it was getting, how far it was going, and they knew they had to get the church to finally friggin' step in. So this is I love that you know this. I'm, I say this about every chapter, but there's something in every chapter that's really interesting that shows what this thing is doing. Yeah. And I'm always like, I love this chapter. So anyway. Janet decides she is going to call the church and try yet again to get some help. So she calls the church when uh, the kids are at school. Jack's at work. She sits down, she calls the church, and she's put on hold for a few minutes. And then Father O'Leary comes on the phone. And she starts talking to Father O'Leary, saying, we have a problem at my house, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like, is it a family issue? And she's like, no. And then she kind of got hesitant because how they've been treated already yeah and she she says do you believe in hauntings and he's like yes and then she kind of got a rush of relief because do you believe in ghosts yeah actually i do well i got a surprise yeah. for you well let me tell you step right up we winner, got not one him. not two but four spirits <laughs> yeah. in our house. Well, but how she was treated before. So she No, got, she I get nervous. her reluctance. Yeah. I mean, the church was being a dickhead to them. So she ends up talking to Father O'Leary. He asks what's going on. She tells him everything from the beginning to the knocking, of the knock, like the knocking, the small things going on, to the previous night when her husband got raped by the succubus. Mm-hmm. Father O'Leary is just kind of shocked at how serious this whole thing is. And, um,. He said that he would, on her behalf, speak to the chancellor and make sure they got the help they needed. He asked her to call back the next morning, and he would let her know how things went. So now, you know, she's, like, elated. Her spirits are, like, really high. That's a big word for you. What? Elated. It is. I'm surprised you actually used elated. I know. It's Did not you even copy it from the book? It's not even on my paper. Oh, it's not even on your paper? You use the I word know elated. big words. You never use any words. I don't. Because I don't Me, need to Chris feel smart. Park. What? I don't need to feel smug. No, you don't need to use big words to feel smug, but sometimes big like words Like some are... people we know. I use the word analytics, and my boss looked at me and was like, that's a big word. I was like, it's not. It's truly not. It's a simple word. I always like sitting down and doing something stupid, like uh, just spell out anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> and they're like, you could spell that from memory? I'm like, it's not that hard. Anti... Yeah, this <laughs> establishment, Tarianism, yeah. not hard. Okay, so anyway, so she's excited. Jack gets home, and he can see, like right on her face, that she is like flying. So he asks her what's going on. She's like, runs over, and she's so excited. She's telling him all the good news. The church is finally going to help them. So Jack's spirits, you know, rise as well. Mm-hmm. They're both getting very hopeful. They're excited to talk to him the next morning. Um, Jack calls one of his friends to tell him all the good news. Is this Rupert? I don't remember. I don't think it says his name. No, just a friend. Yeah. So he calls his friend to tell him the good news. 
And his friend who knows most of the church church officials says, uh, I have never heard of a Father O'Leary. So Jack kind of gets mad. He's like, look, so we finally have something good going for us, and you're going to kind of shit on it. He's like, listen, Jack, let me call the people I know down at the... Church. Yeah, the right. diocese office. And I will ask around. So he, about 20 minutes pass, his friend calls him back, and he's like, uh, Jack, there is no Father O'Leary. So they, uh, I mean, so it's, obviously it's completely bad news. Right. So the person they that they called was never yeah. even. He didn't even, he doesn't exist. But his friend is... gave him a name to contact at the church, telling him that he's a good guy and he would help. So they finally had, you know, they still had some hope now because they still had somebody else they could talk to. And it's kind of shitty also that they realized that the demon can now do shit like that to them. Which is wild. Raise them up just to smash them back down. Mm -hmm. So the next day, Janet calls Father, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Mullally? Mullally? Like Shalali? M-U-L-L-A-L-L-Y. Mullally? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But that's the name, you know, his friend gave him. So Janet calls him the next day. And she mentions her conversation with Father O'Leary the day before, and he basically tells her the same thing. There is no Father O'Leary. There is O'Leary. no Father O'Leary. So now she gets nervous again, because now she's got to <clears throat> ask this new guy if he believes in hauntings. <laughs> so she asks him, you know, do I you believe that. in hauntings? And just like all the other church officials they talked to, he got super quiet. And then he said, I know of the phenomenon. Oh, that's a dickhead yep. thing to say. So she hesitantly explains the issues, and like O'Leary had said, he was this uh, Malali. I don't know how to say his damn name. Would speak to someone on their behalf and call them back the next day. Mm-hmm. So the next day, Janet is sitting by the phone basically all day. She's not doing her. I don't want to say chores because it's not really a chore. She's a stay-at-home mom. It's what she does every day. <laughs> she skips her vacuuming. When she does the dishes, she runs the water extra quiet just in case she, she doesn't want to miss the phone call. Right. She's she's trying to make sure she definitely finds... Yep. So all day long, she stayed super quiet, and the phone never rang. So all of her hope just drains away. Um, Jack gets home. She tells him that he never called back. And she ends up asking Jack, that night, they're laying in bed, and she's like, do you think the church is ever going to help us? And Jack says, you know, I want to tell you yes, but the answer is no. Yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, at this point, like, the church kind of... Abandoned them. Yes. And the thing that pissed them off the most is that their whole lives, they were super devout Catholics, and now the church just abandons them when they need them. Their whole lives, they were able to rely on the church whenever anything happened, and yep. now, all of a sudden, when they actually truly need yeah, them... like, at the worst case type of needing them they just like they just go eh you're crazy people church like fuck off which is terrible alright and now we're gonna kind of jump around a little bit because I make a discovery yeah yeah, you do make a discovery (laughs) the next chapter is called Chris makes a discovery and it was really funny to read I thought you I literally when you wrote sent up the list of chats with me I'm like 
That's not what it's called, is it? Because <laughs> you like to do funny, like, you know, change Yeah, I actually, slightly. well, just tell me which chapters I was going to take. I made sure to use the proper names for them. Okay. Um, and I I'm like, were... Chris makes a discovery. I'm like, who the hell is, what, when did he get there? <laughs> but not Chris. I am a Methuselah. Not this Chris. Big but... word, two. <laughs> Three. They use anti-disestablementarianism. Oh my god. You can retire. I can. That's amazing. Three twenty-five cent words. Fucking rich. <laughs> okay. Anyways, there is a man who was a part of the Warrens team. His name was Chris McKenna. The funny thing is I read this book so long ago that I didn't even remember who the hell he was. I, I remember... I was like surprised when I saw the name. I'm like, what? I don't remember anything about him, which is wild. But apparently he was a... And you just read the chapter last night? <laughs> yeah. For the first time ever. Uh, he's a 260 pound and 6 feet. Wow. The way I phrased this was in such an odd way. He's a bigger man. He's pretty tall and he's about 260 pounds. Um, he goes in the house and he tells the demon, Get in my belly! <laughs> <laughs> Do it! Get in! Uh, and he was a professional demonologist and quickly became good friends with the Smurls. Uh, he would often go over to their house. Now, was he from the Warrens team? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, he joined them. Because uh, it's not like there's just demonologists all over the place. They're just sprinkled around every neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, he just shows up. Uh, but no, uh, Chris kind of becomes quick friends with the uh <laughs> Shows up at the house. Who are you? What do you do? I do demons. I do demons. Come on it. Demonologist. What we're looking for. It's what I do. Do you have your ID? Uh, <laughs> here's my certifications here's some references here's my professional demonologist ID as card. you can see one of my references is from Satan himself yep <laughs> he's he very well known he goes by Beelzebub yeah. he's a very good friend of mine um, he... <laughs> god damn it got me completely off track to some Lord of the Flies <laughs> <laughs> leave my scent sprayer alone <laughs> He becomes quick friends with the Smurls, and he's off. He's there quite frequently, not just for um, uh, help. Like he doesn't just go over there to help them. He kind of goes over there to for food to be like friends. And he does have dinner with them quite frequently. Goes over for sandwiches occasionally without telling them. <laughs> Stops by. Have <laughs> sandwich. Um, and he uh, he often went over to keep them company and try to explain what was going on and help them understand a little bit more. The week that Janet uh, talked to Father O'Leary, Chris spent many hours in the house uh, with his journal and basically making notes of what was going on and what happened. Fake Father O'Leary. Yes, fake Father O'Leary. And uh, he makes notes of all the different phenomenons that was going on in the house, uh, such as heavy wrappings, uh, all over the house, and he found out that by holding a crucifix up to the area that was the wrappings were coming from, that the wrappings would go away and move to a different spot, which is interesting, but not too consequential. Uh, a few other phenomenons were scratching that sound like rats in the wall, a drop in temperature that happened while Janet and Chris tried to clear one of the bedrooms of the demon. That actually comes up later, too. Temperature drops and stuff. Temperature drops come up quite frequently. It's a very well. It's slightly different than when it comes up later. Okay. Um, Janet at the same time was unable to move across the bedroom that they were trying to clear, and she said that, "quote 
she had felt like a rush of water was holding her back, like she was in the river. So that's another phenomenon that Chris noted down. Uh, later that day, Chris called the Warrens to give a report on basically how the situation was going on. That the infestion, infestion, wow, twice, infestation. Twice you failed. I know. Give me a finger. It's not even a you hard. the rules. It's, Lose a finger now. <laughs> it's not even a hard word. It's just infestation. My little cigar cutter. <laughs> favorite. Uh, yeah, your favorite finger. That's right. <laughs> oh. My yeah. favorite finger is this one. Yeah, the little you, pinky you, one. You lose a finger every time you get two words wrong in a row. <laughs> Whenever I get one word incorrect twice. No, yeah, that's it. There you go. God damn, now I lose a finger. Now you lose a finger. <laughs> we'll call it even. Hold on. It's <laughs> <laughs> my finger. Surprise. I should just click it once. Not back up. Okay, go. <laughs> what? Now my house is haunted. <laughs> If anybody has an Alexa, you know what this is like. Just randomly starts popping yes. off. They just wake up when they want. Yep. Um, but he was telling the Warrens that the infestation had gotten worse over time and that he didn't know how much longer the family could keep on going this way. The Warrens, uh, he goes on to tell the Warrens about the incident where sleeping Janet had been sexually assaulted, but not raped, by an incubus. Um, Janet had? Yes. Around the part. same around the same week that she was talking, because it happens father. again later in one of the chapters. Yes, uh, she was sexually assaulted by an incubus while, uh, during the week that she was in contact with father, fake father, or Larry. Um, she was sexually assaulted, not raped. Can we just call him Fake O'Larry. Fake O'Larry, <laughs> let's do it. To the father, O'Larry. Fake O'Larry, <laughs> and then uh, he plays the Warrens a tape of he recorded a tape of the wrappings in the house and they noticed that on the tape as well as the wrappings there were pigs squealing why is that always a thing with possessions um well ed actually goes on to say that it's actually very symbolic of like a... a strong demonic presence yeah but why pigs i don't know that's a very good question maybe because like... they're bottom feeders i want like a donkey that I'll was be recording fucking... in here <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is a bad case uh, it's the same with like flies too flies really rats, bad possession pigs. just see flies on the windows yeah and, flies yeah. and rats and then pigs well anything that's kind of like has anything to do with um but pigs are super clean that's what's weird about pigs they're not clean they eat anything that you give them no but i mean in their sty they're... they shit in one corner they clean in one corner they sleep in one corner they're they still not corner. very clean they're actually yeah they're considered one of the cleaner animals no, because they do eat anything, but the way they maintain like their it's actually very unhealthy for you to eat their meat. I know, I know, in some cultures it is, but if you look it up, they're actually considered cleaner. Animals. Well, they're bottom feeders. That's why it's unhealthy to well, eat yeah. their meat. Cause I'm not talking about their meat, though. I'm talking about how they like take care of themselves. <laughs> On the outside, they are clean. <laughs> yes. There On we go. the inside, they they're are impure dirty. sinners. They're, exactly, and that's why pigs squeal. Because they're impure sinners. Because <laughs> they're impure sinners. They're just cursing. <laughs> they're not really screaming, they're just going, fuck. 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 All day long. <laughs> um, but Ed remarks fuck, that. Fuck, I'm impure. <laughs> pig oinking and squealing is a symbolic uh, presence of a demonic, a heavy demonic presence. That was actually, there was a uh, EVP that came out several years ago, but it was like, they were doing an EVP in their basement. All I got was like a loud pig squealing. It is a bit odd, though. 
It's definitely off-putting. That could be why, too. It's also just a weird fucking creepy yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. I think owls are fucking creepy as shit. I think owls are cool. I, okay, shit. get this right. I love owls, but when they wake me up at 3 in the morning outside my window going, hoo, hoo, it's fucking creepy because I've seen enough goddamn horror movies to know that <laughs> the owl noise is not a good sign. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. Someone's coming to kill shit. me. <laughs> Bring it on. I know what's happening. After playing the tape, Chris remarks that I love this tape. This is a good tape. This is, this is fucking this lit. This tape is fire. It's fire. This demon's fire. Hey, Warren, do you want to listen to my mixtape? It's fire. He remarks that, that something needs to be done and fast. The Warrens agree. So they get in contact with a... Okay, I gotta stop something here. Because... There are several times during this case that the Warrens say it is urgent. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now, and this is gonna be a little bit of a spoiler alert. All right, it happens more. <laughs> I know it does, but it's like they're constantly like, it, we it, gotta do something. It well, goes on, but also constantly. Okay. In their defense, I'm gonna say that this book really does not give good timelines. This book is actually not great. No, I'm gonna. No, no, the, the book is great. The timeline is. No, God no. The book is written in a very bad way. It's almost like it was like his first book. It does seem like he was just like giving information, but at random but it's times. Like, you'll and... be in like say one chapter, and it's like in 1984, and then the next chapter is like in 1989. Then yeah. ten chapters, it's like in July, in July, in July. In yeah. Ju- uh, oh, wait, what? Or on a Friday? <laughs> well, which Friday? Why do you? Also, they get really specific with times, like at exactly 12.42. Like, they do all the stuff in proper order, but when he's telling you, he doesn't tell you the precise dates yeah, to know where, you, where it is. It's really odd. So, like, when they keep saying it's urgent, this could all be within one day. <laughs> it is. It, it is very likely. It's not, though, but it's very likely that it could. Well, like, they say a lot, like, all in the same week. Yeah. I thought that was something else. Um, but it, it happens a lot. The Warrens do constantly go, man, they need our help. And then they rush over there and they help them and it doesn't actually help. So they'll disappear for a little while. Usually there's a team member at the house, though. Usually somebody's trying to help them. with like There isn't a week that goes by where somebody's not helping them in no. some way. They constantly have a team member with them almost all the time now. Yeah. Um... But on the other hand, too, they they are trying to get help, but just and they not do try different it. things. Yeah. That's the thing. Like they initially tried to get the they, church. They had two priests show up and bless the house. They thought that helped. It didn't help. They tried um, banishing the demon. The Warrens did. That didn't work. They're now trying to get another priest to come in and actually exercise the demon. Um, and they get in well, contact. Well, that's like the next. That's what I'm about to read. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. You just said what's going to happen in the next chapter. Well, that's literally the beginning of the chapter. Is basically that they get in contact with a priest okay, to... Okay, so you're on the next chapter. Yeah. They get in contact with a priest to exercise a demon. Because um... he's getting a little thick around. <laughs> okay. We need, like, a machine to do sound effects. A soundboard? Yes. <laughs> get one, then. I um... got the last crap. You get something. <laughs> okay, I'm buying a laptop tomorrow. Bet, son bitch. I don't know why. You don't know why I'm getting a laptop? I just get like a Chromebook or some shit. That's a laptop. Not really. It's Android based. Can't put all the same software on it. Yeah, but like, I feel like getting a laptop you can get would be apps. 
that's why I keep telling people, if you're going to get something, just get a Chromebook because all you're going to be doing is like stuff like writing, emailing, internet. Well, I want to write, email, gaming, edit, and be like, able if to... You, if you wanna I want to like, hook up the Delgado to it. Elgato. But if you want to do like massive like graphics work, get a laptop. If you just want to do normal everyday stuff, get a Chromebook, save yourself like 800 bucks. Yeah, and I don't want to do just normal day stuff because I can do that with my own computer. Um, it is said that of all the Roman Catholic Church's rituals, none is more complex than the exorcism. The priest performing the ceremony must make certain beforehand that all the family members are in a state of grace and are willing to truly give themselves over to the healing blood of Christ. So that is just the excerpt of the beginning of this chapter. Which is interesting. Um, because the exorcism is a very complicated Ritual. <laughs> Very professional, Chris. I can silence. You can, but you choose not to. The Warrens have come across a few exorcisms that have not worked because, specifically, the families involved never truly, honestly, declare themselves clean in spirit. And on rare cases, demon forces have been stronger than the actual exorcism itself. The priest that the Warrens had called to help them make the, this ritual was Father Robert F. McKinnon, and was a traditionalist, which a traditionalist basically means that a while ago, the Roman Catholic Church in Rome basically was like, hey, we're going to start changing these like ideals of ours to slightly different ideals. And they actually wanted the people to start giving Mass in in English. In full English. And he didn't agree with that. He wanted to keep with... Uh, Latin. Latin, yep. So he broke away from the church. He liked accidentally summoning demons in the middle exactly. of the Exactly, yep. Uh, so, he, so he broke away from the church, and he was known as a traditionalist. Before the exorcism began, the Warrens warned that the... Smir- war- excuse me. The Warrens warned the Smurls that they weren't really sure what could happen. Because exorcisms can be very benign, and, and demons so, don't like it. Yes, they, they can get, be they get angry. something that it's something simple, and nothing happens, and they can get to where I don't know, fucking tree comes out through a window. That doesn't happen in this, unfortunately. It does to Ash. <laughs> tree monster attacks the cabin. I've never watched. You've never watched Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I'm gonna stab you in the fucking throat in about two seconds. Any of them? I've never watched. You're gonna watch it. No, I've never watched. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it. Okay. At some point, I. Which one do you want to watch? Evil Dead one or two? Because they're basically a remake of each other. (laughs) One and then two, because I want to see. Two is a remake of one. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see the original and I want to see the remake. It's the same quality. (laughs) It's like they really upgraded anything. They just changed, (laughs) changed it slightly. Because uh, when I first started watching, I'm like, why is he going back to a cabin in the woods with another girlfriend? He knows what happened last time. Yeah. Oh, it's just a remake. But they call it Evil Dead 2? Yeah. Huh. That is strange. Um, okay. The night before the exorcism, Jack had another encounter with the two women of the last story. I yeah, the ones that were standing in the corner. Yep. Staring at him and then kind of smirking and yep. talking to each talking other. to each other. Yeah. Um, but this time there's a blonde man with them who looked to be... Really? He appears later. 20s? Yes, he yes. looks to be like middle-aged. He appears later. Yep. 
he um and they and the women kind of do the same thing of talking to each other and not really paying attention to Jack and the man the blonde man actually starts like looking at Jack and being very disgruntled and waving his finger at him and saying you'll pay for this <laughs> just saying you'll pay for this you'll... yelling you'll pay for this you'll you'll pay for living in your own house <laughs> nothing has happened you'll pay for this i swear <laughs> to no i can't swear to god because i'm satan so I, I swear to something uh this went on for about five minutes and then jack begun to he was paralyzed so he began to be able to use his body again and around that time they disappeared so the same thing like last time they paralyzed him they yep. started talking about him it's basically the same it's thing, like but it's like this... talking about him behind his back right to his face because he can't do shit about it yeah it kind of is uh and he, We're going to make you watch us talk shit about you. He gets control of his body and wakes up Janet. And they spent the rest of the night huddling together. Um, the day the wards were supposed to head to the Smurls house for the exorcism, Ed came down with some kind of illness halfway on the trip to the Smurls house. That also happens later, but they don't really explain anything about the illness. They don't. They, they briefly touch upon the illness in the actual chapter. They say something along the lines of that his body started aching and hurting. and so Kind of like a flu feeling. Yes, yeah. he had flu-like symptoms, but they, they hinted at that maybe it had something to do with demonic forces. Um, well, I mean, man flu is kind of like getting hit with a demonic force. I mean, sure. Because... Men get flu like 50 billion <laughs> times worse. So You haven't had a girlfriend yet. You'll, you'll learn the joke. I'm okay. sure. I know the joke already, by the way. <laughs> I'm just trying to move past it. It wasn't funny. It's bad and you should feel bad. I do. <laughs> so they pull off to the side of the road. Uh, Ed gets worse. Janet decides that they're going to go back and he's going to go to bed and actually get rest and get better. Um, throughout the morning of the actual exorcism, the family went around the whole house, opening up all the doors, cupboards, and closets and such. Uh, that way there was nowhere that demon could hide during the exorcism. Which is an interesting point of thought. That... You could just go stand outside the window and hide. Well, I'm just going to chill out here while you guys do all that crap in there. No, yeah, I no mean... No holy water near me, no prayers near me. But, Come back when you guys are done. But... After he does the exorcism, he does blast the house as well, so would he be able to enter through into the house again? Logically. Uh, yes! I guess. I've seen the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We have two more chapters, so you guys should know, yes, he can. Two more chapters? You mean two more, two more episodes? Two more episodes, yeah. We got 50 more billion than more chapters. I don't know what to say, but yeah, a few Some more chapters. Some chapters are like half a page. It's fucking annoying. This book is both great and bad at the same time. You know, I, I want to say something about that, though. I kind of like that it's written like that because it makes it an easy read. It it could be better. Yeah, but it's still, it's like an easy read. Like, anybody could pick this book up and read it. But it's not, it, it, it reads kind of like a historic literature book. Which, to be fair, it kind of is. So it's kind of boring and factual. I didn't think it was boring at all. It can be at times. Uh, like when they're talking on the phone with people and they go back and forth for like a half hour over nothing. I politely nothing. disagree. You can politely <laughs> disagree with that pen all you want. I'll stab you as much as, much as you'll stab me. No, you won't. Self-assured structure. Right in the crowded artery. You don't get a shot in. I get like three seconds. <laughs> you'll be fine. No, because you'll trip over the table like you do every time you move. 
Yeah, you're not wrong. Know your enemy. Know the enemy. Art of enemy. war. It's, yeah. Sort of. It's actually in there. It's it says, if enemy. your if you... your enemy trips over tables, attack them across <laughs> I thought the table. you were about to actually quote the Art of War, and I was about to correct you, because I actually know the quote from the Art of War that you're thinking about. The... That if your enemy trips over tables, it's no, actually in there? No, if you know your enemy, you have 50% of the wood in the battle. If you know only yourself, it. you only have 50% of the wood in the battle. If you know neither, you won't win. And if you know both yourself and your enemy, I actually guaranteed. love that battle. Where they they know each other too much, the guy just sits there with the doors open to the city drinking tea, and the other guy's like, "It's got to be a trap," and it the, wasn't. It's like the... <laughs> they didn't have enough people to fight, so he just made it look like it was a setup. Yep. And then when they came back, going, "There's no way!" All of a sudden, arrows came out of the woods because their army had made it back by time. In time, it's wild. It's like ah, this, it was. It's insane how intense those guys were. There's some good battles back in the, that era. Yeah, back before we just threw bombs at each other. We actually had to kind of strategize a bit more. There's strategy in throwing bombs. Not really. Yeah. Let's just blow up that whole country. Good strategy, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Fun. It is a strategy. No, but I mean, back then it was like back and forth. Like, you know, they were like, like playing chess. There were skirmishes. Well, I know, but I mean, like, the generals were like kind of like playing chess with each other. Yeah. Like a giant game, one mess up, you're done. It doesn't seem like it's like that anymore. It is, but it's more mental now. It's more the, the I'd perceptive. Say it was more mental back then. Mental. I'm saying it's more like mind games than anything. There's there's a lot less bullets being shot and more like the perception of actual strength. If you know what I'm trying to say. Now you just kind of say, I have bombs, even if you don't. Kind of. Kind of. Back then, they could pretty much back up what they were saying. That's why it was so much fucking trickier. <laughs> People, I mean, well, look. Okay, we're not going to get into this whole discussion of. <laughs> There's a reason why the Art of War was written back then and not now. It's still very useful now, and it still holds up now. I, I doubt again, we're not going to go. Ever read that goddamn book? I guarantee you, all of them have. I doubt it. Unless it's a logistics Has our commander in chief read it? Was it written by Doctor Seuss? <laughs> then no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not wrong. <laughs> But fuck you. It's not the point I'm trying to make. We're not getting into this debate on military power. Because there's a great thing that the military does do that no one really pays attention to. Nice. I mean, all militaries lie. I especially like when they were really smart and they decided to have a bet over if they could take the beach of Normandy and just kill millions of people. Oh, you won. Here's five bucks. It's, It's... War is a very serious subject to the point where if you take it too seriously, you're going to go crazy. But those two generals should not have done that. They should not have told anybody they did that. True. That's the important part. It was just a wager to see if we could do it. Anyways, getting off that topic and going back to the actual thing we're here for. Um, Damn it. I had a good joke I could have said there, but your mom listens to the podcast. Fuck you. She's going to ask me about that. But I didn't say it, so you don't know. Yeah, that's true, but she's still going to ask me about it. She'll know. She's smart. <laughs> All right. She said it herself. After. She's watching. <laughs> nice. After they opened up all the cupboards, doors, and drawers, and closets, they went over to Mary and John's side of the duplex and just basically see how they were doing and to kind of comfort the old couple because they were kind of anxious of what might happen. 
because let's just not say comfort the old couple let's say comfort their parents <laughs> comfort the older couple um which are happen to be the parents of jack uh, after returning to the side their side janet begun to smell a scent of roses and did i mention this is a duplex <laughs> this joke is gonna be in every damn episode. <laughs> this is gonna be an ongoing joke the whole time we do this podcast. Janet begins to smell the scent of roses. She calls to Jack and Dawn uh, to the front porch, and they all smell the sweet scent. They... Sweet, sweet scent of yep. mammal sauce. Of roses. Oh. And at that right. moment, that Janet felt an optimism that she hasn't felt in over a year. An optimism that makes her feel as if God's love was filling their house. At exactly 2 p.m. <laughs> See what I'm talking yeah. about? I fucking hate it. This exactly 2 p.m. in some month of some year. Yeah. During the summer. <laughs> On of... some day. At 2 p.m., Father McKinnon showed up at the Smurls' house to conduct the exorcism. Exorcism. Shut up. Get, get your finger out. This was not the first exorcism that the father had conducted. In fact, this is... And it won't be the last. Probably won't. This man had conducted over 50 exorcisms in his lifetime. I wouldn't tell people that. That he has conducted over yes. 50. Why? Because have you ever seen how a lot of exorcisms, they killed a fucking person, they just had a mental illness? I wouldn't go bragging. I've done a lot of exorcisms. Uh, yeah. It's a lot but, better nowadays. Yeah, but... And this wasn't that long ago. But he conducted over 50 exorcisms. Only about 20 of them have been success- successful. Yeah. The rest of the people had depression and he killed them. Absolutely. Stack bricks on their head. It'll get rid of the demons. <laughs> what? Uh, the father introduced himself to... Dude, uh, I've done 50 of these. To the fem- family members of the house. Jack, Janet, Dawn, Heather, Shannon, Karen, John, Mary, and then Mike from the te- Warren team. From the Warren's team. <laughs> Sorry, at? something came up on my phone and I was wondering what it was. How do you even see your phone? Because it's right here. Yeah, but it's like out of your peripheral vision. No, it's not. I'm looking down. It's right here. I always look down at you. I know where you live. I'm gonna fucking end you. You don't know where I live. I'm I'm in your house right now. <laughs> you don't know. I put a bag over your head when I bring you here. <laughs> uh, they turned the table into a altar for the ritual. Father McKenna instructed the family that they would need to have to pray harder than they ever had before. Now I'm kind of gonna go over and like not describe every single because they go in detail of how exorcism. yeah about the whole thing and. I could go through it all, no. but it's long. I mean, we're not like a, we're not like a deep, deep dive podcast, right? Anymore. If you want to know how to do the ritual, you can look it up. Well, but, I mean, like there's other podcasts. Like I understand they get into super details and super deep, but we just kind of tell you the story, right? And we do want to get details right, but I don't need to describe to the audience the exact way he did the exorcism. He conducted the exorcism. He went through the whole house. And towards the beginning of the exorcism, things were completely fine. Nothing happened. And then towards the end, when they were finishing up in the kitchen, I believe, everything started shaking. The whole house. 
all the drawers, doors, cabinets, everything starts shaking. And when they finally finish the last sentences of the exorcism, everything calmed down. Things were going good. After completing the ritual, Father asked the Smurls to bring a bucket of water uh, to him, which he blessed, and told them to sprinkle the water wherever Janet, there was anything is else. Is that toilet water? Can okay. you get some sink water, please? Please. Tap. Sparkling water. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Like... I only bless Perrier. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine bless Perrier or like bless sparkling water or something like that? That's yeah, another shit that people buy. It's like $5 a bottle. Voss. Voss. Yeah. yeah. Or I have you seen. What is it? Like death water? Oh my god. That's so stupid. I hate it, but I love it. You know what's funny about time. this? I was talking to somebody about this not too long ago. People pay. <laughs> it's expensive. For like a twelve pack of that death water. Yeah, it's like it's where like I twenty lived, bucks for six packs. So where I lived in Berlin, New York, we had you know a water cooler in the corner, and we had about five to ten. You know the what are they five gallon jugs? Are you talking about the big blue yeah plastic five or ones? ten? They're 20? about five. Yeah, so we had like five or more of those, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd get in our car and go down the road, and there was a fresh mountain spring, free. Wow. But it's like people pay this money. It's like there's pretty much a spring anywhere. You you could find a spring where you live. Mm. Not anywhere. Most places. Most places. Yeah. I will, especially here in Florida. We have uh, where there are... Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills. Zephyr. Zephyr Hills. Yeah. Where spring water. You know, the funny thing is a lot of your bottled water that is from springs. It's tap water. Yeah. It's the shit they don't put in the soda. Yep. Like Pepsi will put water that they don't put in the soda in a bottle and sell it as spring water. Yep. The other thing is if you are buying stuff, don't buy like distilled water. Distilled water has no... Nothing. It has, has nothing, nothing in it. It's you, just, you need the minerals in your body. Mm-hmm. So try so, and find spring water. Yeah. Not from a big like Pepsi. Just drink <laughs> fucking water, dog. I hate my water. Tap water is a bit... And it's funny because it's like artisan water because it's from the well, you know. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good for you, but it tastes awful. Tap water is a mix-up because... I, I like city water. It's weird. I would not I drink city up, water. I grew up on city water. Because there's a lot of chemicals in city yeah. water. You got fluoride, you got chlorine. Chlorine, fluoride, amongst... But, like, I know people at work, they love the well water out here, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I like my well water, but I also have, like, 30 filters on my well. There's, like, a filter directly on my So you're well. not even getting well water at that point. <clears throat> You're getting distilled water. It's not distilled. It's not distilled. It is a filter on the initial well because it's it's it comes from an aquifer, so there's going to be some stuff in it like limestone and such. So, and I think there's actually like a sulfur uh, thing not too. Oh uh, yeah, from one of the well, one That's of the things one of the you do is why you, we do filter. You it pump is gas down into the your well, and it gets rid of the sulfur smell. I feel gotcha. you pump in. You pump something in there, and it gets rid of that. But we just have a bunch of filters on ours. We have like a filter that's on the actual well, and then when it comes into our house, it goes through the aquifer and a UV light, and then yeah, I've got the boot at the bottom of my well that stops the heavy sediments from coming in, and that's it. Just a straight up well. Well water is good for you. I don't like it. Within reason. I mean, there's definitely stuff of. I'd probably be healthy if I drank that. Things in the <laughs> in the ground leaching into your water can be problematic. But city water is really bad. Anyways, um, getting a bucket and blessing it for the family. Uh, if anything weird happens or anything related to the demon, they were supposed to sprinkle the water on that area. You know what I would do? Place. 
What's that? I put that holy water up on a slightly open door. <laughs> <laughs> the, the demon's like, ha, 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 go! <laughs> I wonder if that would work. That would be would. funny as shit. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Would be you hilarious. see the door fly open and it's here like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you give it a demon? <laughs> Prank? Afterwards, Janet offered the um, father to have dinner with them to make them something to eat because the father was on the fast. That happens later, too. Yeah. Um, Same father, I believe. Yes. The, uh, priests will go on a fast to make them more pure. Also, yeah. like again, I'm not going to go too far into exorcism, but like there is a, a thing that they'll do to make sure that the, the purest, like that way there's a higher chance of the exorcism actually working. It's... They won't accept any monetary gain from it. Otherwise, it becomes more corrupted. And, like, a whole bunch of other things. Otherwise, Martin Luther comes up and pounds some Latin words on your door. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know shit. <laughs> you know you know what's interesting, though? I think about the fasting. They talk about how physically and mentally draining exorcisms are, and then they starve themselves before they yeah. do Yeah. I'm going to come in half, you know, half my strength he, and try this exorcism today. It, he wasn't in, on a complete fast. He had one meal a day. Um, and it warns, not the warns, the Smurls offered. Yeah, they always offer. Make them Dinners. dinner. He's and he says he wants to fast more usually. Yeah, he declined with a cup of hot chocolate and a piece of cake, and then he left. Okay. <laughs> I, I only have one pure meal a day. Oh, is that cake? Ooh, and Ooh, hot chocolate. And hot chocolate? A little marshmallow? Yeah, I was going to say that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. You know what's better than little marshmallows? That makes you more pure. You know what's better than little marshmallows? What's that? A spoonful of fluff. Fuck you. It's not that great. Yeah, it's marshmallow. Yep. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're going to like this part because we've talked about this before. Oh, am I? Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. Um, on the departure, uh, the father parted some information to the Smurls. He parted a puddle yep. in the, the driveway. The fact they should not give the demon recognition. Like why I said before when yep. Jack keeps threatening it, telling it to come and fight him. Keeps talking about it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do, he told them. I said them. that. <laughs> but it's hard to talk about it, Jack said, for all of us. It's hard not to talk about it for all of us. Well, it's hard to talk about it. Just stop saying, come out and fight me, because yes. it will. You just and you don't want it don't, to. Don't recognize it whatsoever. Don't don't admit that it's a real thing, and it helps. Um, and then he says, and that's where you must help each other. The then-friendly priest uh, explains... Be sure not to mention it and think things will be better for you. Okay, Jack, next time that succubus is on top of you, just don't acknowledge it. <laughs> My body is a temple. Just pretend it's not there. Exactly. Uh, after the father left, the scent of roses drifted back into through the house again. Um, Man, giving what does a that feeling priest of... eat? Nothing, apparently. He's dropping gap bombs in there. In <laughs> um, a feeling of them passing some kind of test kind of went over everybody so they felt accomplished I feel that way after a nice bowel movement <laughs> during the time <laughs> the Warrens Ed was sick uh, during the exorcism you know, they kept like in contact like the demons came out of my body with the Smurls <laughs> checking in to make sure the exorcism was going well and what had happened leading up and what had happened following after Unfortunately, the exorcism did not work as they hoped it would. 
because almost immediately they begun to have paranormal events happening to them once more, such as tapping and hissing noises were reported by Mary. It always happened near the radiator. <laughs> the smell of raw sewage overwhelming Mary. Always happened by the septic tank in the yard. It's just weird. <laughs> uh, clothes begun to disappear from Dawn's room, causing an argument between her and Heather. I got nothing for that one. No? No. <laughs> um, Dawn watched as her earrings were lifted and then her jewelry box, and they began to fly past her eyes. The family became so intimidated by the feeling of the demon in the house that they began to go out to the garage to talk about it. At least they granted recognition. On top of all those incidences, one Can of the girls had... Least. I think it should be less. I think... No. Less they grant them. Least they grant them. I think it's less. You might be that. right. For but once. I phoned the other girl for once. <laughs> <laughs> it's Apple's autocorrect. It's... Yeah, because we all know <laughs> Apple's fucking great when it comes to autocorrect. That's what I'm saying. It probably... It let you put last even though it's right. It's going to be like, nope, that's least. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure... I had a fight with it one day over, like, a normal common word. Smurf. No, it wasn't that one. I love when it corrects like, Smurl to Smurf. I was typing something like onion, and it kept telling me it was spelled wrong. I'm like, you want to fucking oh, bet? Yeah. I had that happen to me when I was writing an I email. swear to God, someone just hacking the autocorrect databases at Google people, and Apple. Probably. And just putting in crap. You know how funny that would be? It'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would... And it, it's it's very plausible, and it probably has happened. Yeah. And nobody's just, 4chan's just laughing. Probably, yep. Um, to top all these phenomenons, one of the girls had come down with some kind of illness. Uh, it actually began to get very bad. Um, one day, Janet called the Warrens and told them in tears that little Karen has been so sick that she that's who gets lost sick seven pounds later. She gets sick quite frequently. I think the demons latched onto her in some way. She lost seven pounds within thirty-six hours. And it was getting so bad that they had to go to the hospital. I did that almost. For what? I said I did that almost. I was in the hospital. They put me on medicine. I lost 60 pounds before I got out. No, gained 60 pounds in a week on hospital food. That's fucking wild. Maybe yeah. you stop trying to kill yourself. Yeah, it was the medicine. Have this issue. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've since stopped. Now you're bringing up all the hard <laughs> painful memories. Um... After a week of being in the hospital, luckily the fever did break, though. Um, that was towards the end of that whole week. Uh, then there's a little excerpt in the book about the apprentice demonologist. I don't know if you read that. I've seen a bunch of my kids kind of skip it. I, I wrote it just in case, um, but it basically goes over a man named uh, David Wilson who becomes more interested in demons and demonologists, so he attends like a seminar. The Warrens. Wow, thrilling. Good part of the book. I think it's supposed to be a lead up to something. I don't know because they keep having him in there and it's all in italics. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I have, skip them. It's fine, we can skip them. But that's basically. Oh, you can, I mean, if it's relevant, go for it. I just don't I haven't found any relevance. It just comes up every now and then. So I've been adding little excerpts of what's been going on. But it's realistically. You know, most people don't pronounce the P in it, right? What? Excerpts. Excerpts. Yeah, yeah most, I guess you are right. Don't pronounce the P. It's true. 
I talk differently than most people. Yes, because you're not German. <laughs> no one's going to understand that joke whatsoever, <laughs> no. and I love it. Um, but that's, I think that's you next. Mama Watson's going to get mad. You are German. Why is he saying it? Yeah. yeah. But it's well, going to be like yelling actually, in angry we, German, right? What? It's going to be like yelling in in German? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I actually like memorized a phrase and now I forgot it. Well, that clip I sent you where she's like yelling at the cat and it just sounds like wicked evil and mean. <laughs> yeah. I love I told it. the German always sounds angry. It's not even true though. It totally is. It's not it though. It totally is. If you have ever been around native speaking Germans and they just normally have a conversation, it's fine. Do you remember that joke? If you aggressively say German things, it's going to sound aggressive. Someone told me like they think... Chinese, the Asian languages sound mean and horrible. I'm like, they're all sound like sing songy. What are you talking about? Depends which languages. Um, I told you that joke, right? Maybe. Where the guys, uh, he met a German girl. They started dating. They were having sex. And uh, it was a, it, no, it was that first night, the first date. They were having sex. Uh huh. And he's like, I didn't realize I was, I was that good. And they're like, What do you mean? He's like, She kept yelling nine. Nice, nice. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's a bad joke. Yeah, it is a bad. It's a joke. no. It's a good joke, but it's bad. No, it's not. A it good is joke. a good joke. It's not. It Those is. of you who don't understand that joke. Nine means no. Nine means no in German. Yeah. It's not she, spelled the same, but no, yeah. it's N I E N, isn't it? Yes. See, I nine. Associate. But it's never said like that in German. Nine. You don't just sit around and go nine. So it's nine. <laughs> That's not true. It totally is. not true. You can only speak German if you yell it. No. That's because you're not German. <laughs> Stop saying I'm not German. I bet you. I bet your mama Watson yells everything. So, no. <laughs> so you started, your German came out right there a little bit. <laughs> How dare I? No. German's not all yelling. This it is. can be it's really nice angry, and very, very pretty. Very, very angry language. It is not a very angry language. There's literally you know what a, I love about there German? is a greeting in Germany you know how, you know what I love in about? the Cologne area where they greet you by saying mon mon. Mon mon. Yeah, it's like mon mon. No, it's not. It's mon mon. You know what I love about German though? <laughs> no, this is great. That is like literally a word for fucking everything. Yeah, I was talking to my mom about that. You're like, you know, I'm kind of sad today because my white shoe got a little bit of red mud on it. And like, there's a word for that. Mm-hmm. That specific situation, we that have feeling when you're kind of sad and the sun's ri- rising and you get a warm, fuzzy feeling. You know what? This isn't German. Go on. But it's a phrase I love in French. Seslavai. <laughs> Seslavai. <laughs> That's not a joke nobody's gonna get. Let's just keep making inside jokes. It'll be great. No, it's a. Uh, let's see if I can say it right. It's la. La appel. David, divide. La lapel de divide. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's um. It's a... this weird feeling people get, and it's like in America, it's like people get ashamed of having this feeling, but the Germans, or not the Germans, the French acknowledge it's a real thing everybody has, and there's a phrase for it. I've read something about this. I it's think I know what you're talking about. when you're like, say, for example standing on a cliff and you get the urge to jump jump yep or if yeah. you're standing on a subway and you get the urge to jump in front of the train mm-hmm. they like over here it's like oh my god i'm having bad thoughts 
No, this isn't pushing people. This is you doing it. No. It's called the the call of the the abyss. Yes. I, I did read something It's just about a that. natural reaction. But in America, you when you get that reaction, like, oh, my God, I'm having I'm depression. I'm suicidal. Oh, my God. No. No, it's a very common thing. Yeah. A lot of people get it. Even those who are... It's just a... It's just a feeling. Yep. All right. Okay. I think Europe. Europe? What? <laughs> I'm thinking of Africa. Why? No, you're thinking of Europe. This is the only continent you can think of? No, I, I'd rather be in Australia so I can hug a koala. It's <laughs> my life goal. Just go to Australia to hug, hug a koala. Hug a koala? Yes. I like to go to New Zealand. Not a wet one. Okay. Because they are scary as hell. Okay. I've always, since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to go to Australia just to just pet a koala. You can pet koalas here, you know. I want to pet a wild one. I don't know if that's a good idea, <laughs> Chris. Small bears, I can take one. <laughs> I don't know about that. If it throws his feet up, it's like, I'm just going to punt that little bastard across the fucking field. <laughs> uh, I fucking love it. No, you can like walk up to him and like hand him eucalyptus and stuff. And he'll yeah, take it. Those are the ones that are more in the city. No. Are you sure nothing of sloth? Yes, I am totally sure. I know what a koala is. Okay. All right. You know this gross? is one thing gross about koalas, though. They have that patch right here. On their chest, that they rub against stuff to leave their scent. You're not going to talk about their pap? Their what? Their pap? I know this. Don't rub it against their chest. I like how that's not the disgusting thing you don't like about I don't koalas. remember what that was. That's why. They feed their children their fecal pap. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> they, if I remember correctly, they consume food, yeah. they digest it, they shit it out, and then feed their kids. Well, if you think about it, I mean... It's kind of the same as a bird regurgitating into its... Yeah, I, because I think koalas that, only eat okay. one thing, so they're oh, shitting eucalyptus. That's okay. all there is to it. Your point is that it's somehow less disgusting? It's still disgusting. No. Someone throwing up in my mouth is disgusting. Is someone I saw the videos. Be quiet. <laughs> we agreed not to talk about that. No, but I mean like, okay, so a bird eats like everything. Yes. Koalas eat eucalyptus, so they're shitting eucalyptus. That's all there is there. Someone talked about that online. It's actually poisonous. If you make a diet of just corn, Mm -hmm. eventually, because you don't digest corn, you're going to be pooping pure corn, and you can just keep eating (laughs) it. I remember reading this post, yes. Yeah. Makes a point. (laughs) Doesn't have a point, but he does at the same time. (laughs) It's a wrong point, but... Okay, so we got to get back to this. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, so... You know, actually, one more thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah? What, what's up? What's up? <laughs> it auto-corrected the exorcism to exercise. <laughs> the first exercise. So anyway, uh, I was going to say something about the exorcism. The movie? They always talk about flowery smells after an exorcism. Yes. But they also mention a demon can do whatever he wants to trick you. Yes. So maybe he's just like, a little bit of patchouli over here. <laughs> And you're like, hey, it's all good now. Then you're just like, what? what is your favorite flower? Me? Yes. What is your favorite flower? I don't have a favorite flower. You don't have a favorite flower? No. Really? Mine's the red spider lily. You know, I'm more fond of the vermilion spider lily. I don't know why you say that as a joke. Red spider lily is actually the color of vermilion. I just like that you always like you're so meticulous about that color. Because it's vermilion and not red. It's red. It's not red. It's, it's red. vermilion. It's, like, it's my favorite color. It's like one hex letter off. 
It's slightly sh- shaded red. I, I can't say much. I mean, my favorite purple is lilac. Is it lilac? Not lilac. It's lilac. Isn't it lilac? No. It's like the flower? Yeah, it's pronounced lilac. Is it lilac? Yeah. Lilac, yeah. Like, yeah. Are you sure? It's not lilac. No, it's lilac. All right. <laughs> so you so you're saying you don't have a favorite flower, but your favorite color is purple, specifically lilac purple, yeah. or uh, periwinkle. They're like really close to each other. <laughs> Why do you gotta make me sound like the dumbass? And then you're like, I like periwinkle and lilac. <laughs> Even my phone, I got that color from. Specifically. Fuck you. Get on with your story. Get on with get on with yourself. Get on okay. with your bad self. So. After the exorcism, things seemed to be a little bit better. The pleasant smell had stayed around for a bit. Things seemed to have stopped and were calm, and the family could get back to their lives. But it doesn't last very long. I cover that. Uh-huh. I just covered that. I know. Well, okay. I, because my chapter, oh, does your it, chapter. Does it awesome? Gotcha. So I kind of added, I didn't know it was actually at, I didn't read that chapter. So. Oh, did they cover it twice? No, no. I added... To make mine flow from yours, and I didn't read that it was already in your Gosh. what you had written beforehand. So I'm probably saying similar shit. You probably are. So after the exorcism, the phone began to ring quite often. Um, friends who had known about the situation kept continually calling, concerned, mm-hmm. asking questions, how things were going. Um, it says like for days they kept calling. Go on. I'm wondering why you covered your face with your shirt. Because my nose is making a weird noise and I don't want the <laughs> the microphone to pick it up. Is it yelling in German? <laughs> da schlucht! What does a wheezing sound like in German? I just said it. Da schlucht. You know, I always wondered if like people laugh in different... Ja, 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 ja. <laughs> I saw that and they do. They freaking they write that. They spell it yeah. like that, yeah. But it's, it's like, still... They, don't, uh, they uh, still, uh, yeah, uh. they still... They said that, that... I guess there was a reason why they did it because it was actually another word that... It's a, it makes a different sound. The J. It doesn't make a ja, ja, ja. Yeah, that's it what it was. Yeah, it yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, the yeah. ha, ha sound. Yeah. J-A-A-J. I can't even say it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so over there, the J sounds like an H. So it's Laughs in Russian. <laughs> I love the subtitles. I, I know, so do I. That's a, I always wondered about that as a kid. It's like, you know, another thing that's interesting to think about is like, <laughs> if you raise a dog in a different language, does it bark in a different language? <laughs> you know, you say this as a joke. Someone put that as subtitles once. You it's say barks in Spanish. You say this like as a hilarious. joke, but it's actually been studies on well, this. No, and dogs is, do have... Different the languages. thing is, if you raise your dog and you're a Spanish speaker, your dog will understand Spanish commands. But the idea was, if the dog barks, is it a universal bark? bark yeah. There was actually a study on this, and I'm pretty sure they did find that there are different dialects in the dog language. Right? <laughs> oh, you're from the northern part of Florida. <laughs> Let me smell your ass. Yep. <laughs> Fucking hicks. It's like, I know they do. Like German chapters are all like trained in German. Uh, yes. Most dogs are trained in German. How do you say attack in German? I don't think that you have a word for attack. I see that they use the word los often. What's that? I believe it means go. Get him. Or loose. I think it's because when you yell in German it sounds angry. <laughs> they also use the word bleicht, but they use it in the wrong way. They say bleich. Bleich. I wonder why bleich. they... 
Did they do that just so like the commands wouldn't get mixed up with other words? Or yes, something? that's absolutely why they did it. It's like if they yell, "He's attacking us!" The dog's like, "Ah!" Yeah, <laughs> goes after someone. Oh no! Get off the baby. That's I don't know if that's how it started, but that's absolutely why they still train them like that. So there is no conflict. There's no possible. Imagine way it's that like he can accidentally they're chasing a bank robber. They also use the incorrect words at times. But imagine they purposely like, use German words that are said in a very English way. Imagine if they're like chasing, say, a bank robber, and they send that dog out with a German command, and the bank robber turns around and yells in German at the dog, and the dog's like, oh, just sits down. Yeah. Most dogs are trained to take specific orders from people. It's from voice. I know they know voices, but yeah. it'd be fucking hilarious. But it to see would that. be absolutely the hilarious. The criminal just turns around, and yells "sit" in German, and the dogs are like, "whoop," just sits down. And they're like, "Shit, he knows German. We can't stop this guy. <laughs> He's unstoppable." <laughs> Dog turns around and starts attacking you instead. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Okay, so everything was calm <laughs> for a little while, and the friends kept calling, and. uh it says, like, you know, after a few days when they were calling, they had found out that Karen was had an illness. But they don't say what at this point. Just she has an illness. Oh, my God. So I assume, Karen had an illness? I'm assuming. When did this happen? Just a normal. This is the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had a bad one in your chapter. This one doesn't say anything about it. It just says she has an illness. <laughs> Yours explains how, like, it was, like, critical. They were at the hospital. Yep. So that's why I just wrote, I'm like, I'm assuming it's like a cold or something, because they don't go into detail, so it couldn't have been it as bad. It was a bad. fever. They said it was a fever, and they didn't know what was happening. She wouldn't wake up, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but this is like a totally different part chapter. chapter. Yeah. yeah. And she's got the flu. Okay, flu. Then a few more days um, later, after Karen was sick, they said that uh, Dawn, who was now 16, she went to the bathroom shower hold um, on hold on she's 16 at this point yes remember how we're talking about the book doesn't jump around and it stays pretty consistent well in, in order it does not stay in order because there's a chapter after this one where she is 14 this might be a flashback oh <laughs> so anyway she's 16 and she's uh she went to the bathroom she's in the bathroom she's gonna go take a shower and she hears bang and she assumes it's her parents no no. <laughs> Damn it, not again. She assumes that the demon is just doing what it normally does. So she gets a shower ready. She gets in to take her shower. And then she kind of senses a presence. And then something seizes her by the arms. And then it says she feels it rubbing against her. Like she feels a bo- almost like a body pressing against her. Kind of showing the intent, intent of what it wants. Ugh. Like a man pressing Ugh. against a woman. So what she basically does is she hurls herself from the shower. Yuckers. Like, right through the shower curtain. Just tears it all down. And she just hurls herself out of the shower. Uh, grabs a towel, runs from the bathroom screaming. Um, obviously, you know, her parents console her, calm her down. When they finally get her calmed down, they ask her what happened. And she tells them the details. And um, I did point out that you already said it, the word already. But I did point out that in this case, you know, it was a male intending to rape the daughter. It would be an incubus for mm-hmm. Jack, succubus, the male, female versions. I'm pretty sure most people know that there's two versions of a succubus. There's a female, which is the succubus, and a male version of it, which is the incubus. I don't know if a lot of people... I mean, if you're into this stuff, you'd know it. Me? 
I mean, I, I can't go to a cashier or somewhere who doesn't know shit about anything. If you're, like, hey. if you're into D&D, you'll know there's a difference. Yes, but not that many people are into D&D. I beg to differ. There's a shit ton of people that are into D&D. <laughs> oh, shit ton. Yeah, but when there's like trillions of people in the world, that shit ton is like a drop in a bucket. No, I think there's a lot more. I think like ninety percent of the world population is into D and D because no. I'm in the D and D. Maybe like ten percent. That's why you can't get laid. Because <laughs> you haven't found one of those ninety percent of the world population that's in the D and D. You will one day. Ten percent of the world that is into D and D. No, I think it's still kind of considered underground. D and D. I mean. Look at How? It. Like, look it's at literally like you have huge super fucking you actors do, that you, get into it. You do, but you only There's know about actual it. Actual shows about it. But the thing is, like for example, there books. Yes. There's, There's as much publicity D&D on D and D as me. there is anything else at this point. Yes, but you got to think. It depends on the circle you're in. Like when I was in New York, everybody knew hardcore music, but it was really only our little circle that I hung around with. See what I'm saying? I get what you mean because I'm in the actual into D and D that I see it more often. Yeah, so and I'm, you're around it more yeah, often. So. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I still say no. I don't think that is correct. I do. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. A um, lot of really big actors and shit are, are into it, I mean, and like they and post a lot stuff of it's come around it. because Marvel brought all this fucking nerdy world to the. I see what you're trying to say. The mass, yeah, the masses. You know, we got made fun of for reading comics, and I was like, "I oh love Marvel movies." I love, did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch Endgame? And then I'm like, "Yeah, I, uh, I have the Captain America comic." There was a. You're a nerd. <laughs> what? You realize this is a comic movie? Yeah. Or the fact that you had to explain to people that Spider-Man existed before you know 2000. Yeah, that and. Um... The fact that it was really weird to have Thanos in uh, the Infinity War series without Deadpool. Because people go, well, why? Why Did does you know... Deadpool need to be involved? It was like, well, well do you know the first uh, the comic started. Venom? Mm-hmm. The first thing he attached to was Deadpool. Spider-Man. Don't start with me. No, seriously, it was. No, the first thing Venom attached to was Spooderman. No, it was Deadpool and it couldn't do it. And then it went to Spider-Man. Did it go... Am I Simba, yeah, actually tried going to he, Deadpool And first. he got kind of, like, crazy because of it? He was just like, fuck this shit. Yeah, I vaguely remember that, but I don't think I've ever read that comic or I, heard about I, it. There have I. I just, I recently learned this. I was watching, I was reading stuff about Venom, and I found well, out that it co- first. Is it... Okay, so, like... Yes, it's canon. Not that it's canon, okay. but, like, did the Venom first show up in a Deadpool series, or did it first show up... In Spider-Man, and then well, later Deadpool, they... no, because Deadpool is in Spider-Man all the time. No, but that's what I'm saying, is like, did he... We should not be talking in... about this. I don't know this. if it was in Deadpool or Spider-Man first, is what you're saying. Yes. yes. But it was Deadpool he attached to first, before... Canonically. Spider-Man. Yes. Gotcha. But, and I think in order God, of... this is not the right podcast. And I think in order on... of comics, it was on Deadpool first. But I don't know if really? it was in his comic. Interesting. It could have been in Spider-Man's comic because Deadpool is always in Spider-Man's comic. Quite frequently, yes. Um, this is the wrong podcast. It is. Doing this. It should be in the Kimcast. <laughs> We're totally. starting to go on a tangent and we shouldn't, not on this one. It's just hard not to because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. You lost your place? No. 
So, okay, so not only had it raped Jack, now it was setting its sights on the daughters. And obviously this is going to fucking drive the parents insane. Um, I mean, I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> you know, it's one thing if something's attacking you, but if it's attacking your kids... Kids, yeah. yeah. Can't fist fight a demon. He tries, a lot. <laughs> Try as you might, you can't fist fight a demon. So after this incident... Um, Ed kind of kept in contact with him constantly, like every day he was calling. Because it's getting to the point where they've got to do something. Oh my god, it's getting so bad that they need to intervene? Yes. Again? Again. For the first time ever. Um, So the uh, the demon also continued to roam back and forth between the uh, duplex. And it's kind of like a rundown of... (laughs) I know what you're going to (laughs) say. I'm not going to say it. It's fine. Go on. Okay, so... uh, it's kind of like a rundown of everything that happens. One night, John, that's why I was talking about the temperatures. John's body temperature, not the temperature in the room, his body temperature drops to the point where he's shivering, his teeth are shattering. They're like covering him with blankets. Shattering? Do you mean chattering? Chattering, yeah. I said it with the French accent. Shattering. <laughs> so they were to the point where they're, they're, they're like piling blankets Harry on Winkle. him. They're piling vermilion. <laughs> They're piling blankets on him, and like he can't warm up. Says the vibe. <laughs> don't bring up that because I don't want to go into that story no, right now. No, it's fine. We'll go into it on the Kingcast. Okay, so uh, uh, Janet woke up one morning, and she had. It says she had gashes on her arm that were around two inches long, but I would rather say it. Scrapes scratches or scratches. Gashes. Gashes to me is deep. Yeah. Gash to me is like down to the muscle. You're not going to say, oh, I woke up with some two inch gashes on my arm. No, you'd be going to the hospital. You'd be getting stitches. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm changing it to say there was like two inch scratches. I would, I would definitely correct that. Yeah. Gashes is very deep. Gashes. Yes. (laughs) Gashes. So uh, also it said on her finger, she had a puncture mark and her whole finger was swollen like she had been bitten overnight. Mary also relieved, received cut marks on her arms. Um, one day before leaving the house, Janet had put the dog outside. Then she locked up the whole house. She went out. She came back. The dog's inside. Mm-hmm. Now, it says there's no way the dog could have gotten inside. We've seen the dog get teleported before. Yeah, it aberrates. But, uh, well, I don't know how this dog managed to, to, to manifest his fair, psychic powers, but I'm very impressed. To be fair, the family... The, the parents also lived next door and probably had keys. Yeah, it could have been uh, the other you know, smurls. The dog could have been barking, it could have let it in, and it just forgot. Yeah. You don't know that. That's just a, kind of a weird one. Um, one night, as Janet was in the bath, this one is another weird one. An incubus had to become the begun to form in the bathtub with her. It was, at the time, it says it was about three foot tall, covered in slimy substance, and it was all gnarled up, like it was still forming. So she jumped in the bathtub, and she ran to her bedroom. But She jumped into the bathtub? Jumped from the bathtub. But how do you know it's incubus if it's only just kind of forming in front of you? I guess they just assumed, because she's a female, that it would automatically choose a male version of it. Well, no, I understand that. But it could have just been a demon to scare the shit out of her. I mean, it might not have been. It's not an incubus unless it's trying to rape you. I think the logic... Their logical step was it just sexually formed as a, related. It might have and... just formed as a three-foot penis first and then turned into... <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay, so that happened. <laughs> um, Mary had told uh, Janet that this goes with the smell stuff. That um, the water faucets on their side of the house kept turning on and off. Uh, pots and pans were now going missing. So it's kind of doing, still doing the little Dude, things. It's doing like, I think it's cooking. Um, not good because there was a bad odor forming in one of the rooms. I didn't say it was good at it. <laughs> and uh, when she told her, Janet actually went over with the holy water that they were given. By the Father Robert. And um, they uh, went up to the room. They sprinkled the holy water. They got rid of the smell, but then it popped up in another room. So they kind of followed it through the house, getting rid of it in every single room until it was gone. I I don't want to go off on another chant, tangent, but I just had a thought. Is it possible to set up a sprinkler system in your house with holy water? They did that in something, like Supernatural or something. Did they? Yeah. It's, I saw it in something where they they had the, father, the priest blessed the water tank. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Like, it was in something. I don't know what it was. Bless the well or water tank or something. It like was a that. movie or it was supernatural. But yeah, they blessed the water tank. That would be fucking amazing. If I ever had a haunted house and it was terrorizing me, that's what I'd do. I'd soak my I'd whole spend house. a few million dollars installing a sprinkler system so I can get it blessed. A few million dollars? Most people don't have sprinkler systems built into their house. It's not that expensive to set up your own. You know what someone said? Uh-oh. <laughs> Someone's like, well, what if you just got a bunch of priests to bless the ocean, then the rainwater is holy water. <laughs> the whole world's cleansed of demons. Uh, it's like the it's a, got a fair point. It's like the hula hoop. They were wondering if what the whole thing was. They were wondering if was a, there was a radius of blessing they were allowed to do. Like, could they just bless the whole ocean and now the rainwater? Could that be considered contaminating the ocean? Or do you have then? to be? They were wondering if like you had to be a certain level priest to bless farther distances <laughs> in the water. There was this huge discussion. I think it was on Reddit. <laughs> This, this reminds me but of But it the, makes sense. I mean, if you can bless a whole body of water. This reminds me of the hula hoop discussion people had. Because, uh, you know, if you ever watch Supernatural, they always do, like, salt lines all the time, right? Oh, but you hula hoop with salt, So yes. you put I salt in a hula, hoop, a hula hoop, and you just fucking... You just hula through the cemetery. Exactly. And it can never get you, and you're safe forever. I'm not. I can't hula hoop. <laughs> I'd have to just stand You'll there. Learn, you, I'd have to stand there, sad in my little circle. You'll fucking learn real quick, won't you? I've tried. I can never hula hoop. <laughs> Sorry to I'd take us. You guys would all be hula hooping through the sandwich. I'd be sitting there, sad with a plastic hoop on the ground. You know what we'll do? We'll get you little handles to hold. What if I just put suspenders on it? I don't need the hula hoop. Shit, you're right. We don't even need a hula no. hoop. Hula hoop. I can just walk with it. <laughs> uh. We, get, we, we need to keep going. Okay, so uh, another day, coming home from the grocery store, Janet was driving the car, and it's got the... That can't be filled... right. Women can't drive cars. Uh, Asian women can't. It's... Fuck, <laughs> man. I was making... I was making a sexist joke, and you turned into racist. Hold one. on. Ah, I was sexist and a racist. You, be cl- uh... you give me credit where credit's due. <laughs> I have the gauntlet. <laughs> you got another one? My girlfriend's. No, no, female, no, no, no. No, that's not what I was referring Asian. to. I have immunity to that joke I just said. You shut the hell up. <laughs> it's immunity by proxy. Doesn't work. It does. Diplomatic immunity. So, anyway, the car fills up with the smell of garbage, so she pulls over, she sprinkles the holy water, and gets rid of the smell. Did she just have like a spray bottle of holy no, water? No, they're all they're all basically carrying a bottle of holy water with them from now on. Fucking love that. 
they mention it. It's like, it's like on tables in the rooms. It's so they never out of reach pretty much. Interesting. Um, so uh, they keep having the apparitions keep appearing, and I actually wrote different apparitions were appearing, but it's not because I didn't read. I forgot the chapter. I read it a long time ago. I didn't remember. What, yeah, right. I didn't reread your chapters. Um, it, I said different apparitions, but it's actually the figure of the young man with blonde hair. Oh, interesting. Appeared in the the living room while Jack was watching TV, and he said he just kind of stared at him with a creepy smile. That does go into that. He has a creepy smile. Yeah, and then when he stood up, he vanished. Jack was going to go fight him. <laughs> Fucking Jack. I, this man. How, this how, man, man is, how male is he, though? It's like every problem, he just wants to go punch it. I know. Every single time, he's like, I'm going to fucking hit it. And to an extent, like, I get it. Like, it's fucking with your family. You're upset with it. It is kind of a first thought you get as a yeah. guy, though. But it? I also want to stress that they said not to do this. I know. The but, priest, the father as, literally told them. As a guy yourself, it is kind of one of the first thoughts you get when something pisses you off. You can't touch it. It is an apparition. Well, yes, I'm talking about in general, though. As a guy, it is if something pisses you off, it's kind of one of the first thoughts you get. Throw something yeah, at I'm it. I'm going to fucking hit that. I'm going to fucking punch it. I mean, I know you, of course, you definitely get this, because I've heard you say it plenty of times. Absolutely, I'll go up It's one of something. the first thoughts we get, just fucking hit. I'm sure it's not just guys, either. Yeah. I mean, I've seen girls just go up and bitch slap other girls for stupid shit. So it's, it's. I think it's a human thing. I've been on the receiving Violence is human that. nature. Violence is human nature. Nine means nine. <laughs> It's not funny. You just said you've been on the receiving end of a girl slapping you. Nine memes, nine. (laughs) That was a good one. You be quiet. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck you. It's not funny. That's why we can't stop laughing. This is such a bad joke. We can't stop laughing. Okay, so, again, Jack was levitated off the bed. That's kind of a reoccurring thing. This one was confusing as well. <coughs> it says, a visiting family member was driving past the house. So was he visiting or was he <laughs> driving past? <laughs> I said, I even wrote it. I said, this kind of confused me a little. If the person was visiting, wouldn't he be going to the house? A visiting family member. But either way, he was driving past and if you're leaving you're not driving past it you're driving from it yeah that is weird so it's just a weird wording like we talked about the book has some weird wording but anyway he was driving past the house he saw an elderly woman with long white hair in the window and she kind of it said she began to levitate and move back and forth but if he's driving past you only saw it for like a few seconds right another thing i was thinking or did he stop maybe he maybe he wasn't driving past he was driving to i'm gonna say he was driving to it's very possible it was was just a typo Error. Yes. Yep. It was a uneducated writing. <laughs> this book's written child, like we just talked about this. This book was probably... Somebody didn't edit this book. I'm not trying to shit on this guy either, because I love this book. It's a good book. Just There um, are some parts that are like, what? What, what, what? Uh, the faceless shadow entity, remember that appeared before? Yes, the black in shape. In front of Janet, and it ran over in front of Mary. It appeared again in front of Mary... Uh, this time it brought about a strong wave of depression in Mary. They said it was to the point that the family couldn't even cheer her up. And it doesn't go away. Ever. Her health began to deteriorate. 
deteriorate. She would go into long bouts of silence. Or then she would just go into fits of crying. So she was going through severe depression now. Damn. Um, at this point, Ed and Lorraine explain to the Smurls the four stages of demonic possession. Again, it says they actually explained it again, but I don't remember it being mentioned in the book before this. I don't think they actually did discuss the four, four yeah. stages of demonic so, possession. I, yeah, I don't think it was mentioned before. So anyway, the four stage, stages are infestation, so when it enters your house. Mm-hmm. I think in their case it was already there. Um, that's the way it seems anyway, because people said stuff was happening at the house before they even moved yeah, in. Yeah, and that, it did start happening after they moved in, not not. Well, neighbors said they, stuff happened at the house before they even moved in. Right, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, so, yeah, they so never I had I, any incidents until they got to the house. Yeah. So I don't. I think it was there. Um, oppression is when it starts to harass and attack the family, and it starts gaining strength from what it's doing, which lets it get to the point of possession, where it can possess a person. And finally, death. It says the, I actually wrote the supposed ultimate goal of the demon. The Warrens and the Smurls had no doubts. That the supposed ultimate goal of a demon is to kill you. I don't think that's going to be the case in all cases no yeah i mean it's kind of like it's kind of like a dumb parasite i'm going to possess you and die oh shit <laughs> if you're gonna it depends on what religion you believe in yeah i mean some yeah their whole goal is to kill but yeah. there are other religions that have different beliefs. well i think also it's also like if you look at there's different types of demons too i mean there's succubuses incubuses uh... yeah, they're not trying to kill you they're trying to fuck you <laughs> they're trying to get your soul by fucking you. They watch too much hentai. <laughs> if you've never seen hentai, everything can be cured or done through sex. sex. Yes. Oh, oh my shit. God, we She's need a kill herself. She's so up. sad. Let's fuck. She's cured. We can't defeat this amazing demon boss. I know what we can do. We'll summon a great hero to fuck us. Yep. Okay, so... At this point, the Warrens suggest that Smurls go back to their favorite campground. This mm-hmm. comes to your favorite chapter of the book. This is my favorite chapter. He's getting of the excited. Book. It, it, it's a he's good. Getting, he's okay. getting giddy. He's shaking. I like this chapter of the yeah, book because it, it, it. I am narrating your movements right now. You be quiet. Okay. Shut your whore mouth till I am done. <laughs> okay. How can I be both a virgin and a whore? Choose your pick. Like, pick one. I'm either a whore or I'm not. I'm a sad lonely man or a whore. Well, that's what I, I mean, thought. You're, Slut. From the writings at the gas station walls, your mouth's not a virgin, so you're kind of both. Damn, you got a point there. Multi-classing. <laughs> this does. I told you. It tastes right, but it just smells it, weird. It does have a weird taste to it. It does a little bit. I think. We're drinking some tea. And I pointed out when we started drinking. The light's blinding it, me. I can't read the expiration. I can't tip it too far because I have a can open. I'm trying to see the expiration date at the bottom of the can. We got Arizona 2022. Hmm? Mine at least. Mine says 1896. I didn't, oh! <laughs> I didn't want to say what we got. I just wanted to say tea. But it's fine. Um, and I told him it had a weird taste. And he was like, nah, it's fine. But now he's trying to taste it. Well, I've also been drinking, like, matcha nonstop, so this is, like, totally different taste to what I've kind of been used to the past, like, two months now. Fair. Um, so this is one of my favorite parts of the story. I'm not entirely sure. I think one of the reasons why I like it... Because it uh, shows how bad it is? Uh, no. 
It's not that it's how bad it is. It's kind of... It, it, it shows that... I like spooky things. I like spooky things in the forest. This like is a spooky s- thing. I like spooky things. Thanks. I appreciate it. Anyways... <laughs> Back to being that specifically ti- that specific time, around noon on Friday, the Smurls packed up all their camping equipment and put it all in their eight-seated uh, maroon and silver van. Which this is by far the greatest part. On the hood of the van, somebody put in decals um, the Smurlmobile. Did they? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was white lettering with maroon trimming. That's a gotta be, well. I mean, I had my car called the Necrobile, and I put it on the back of the car. Necrobile is cool. Squish, Smurmobile. Yeah, your your car right now is Squish, and then my car is Sapphire, which is S. It's S A F I R E Sapphire. Um. So I will. Con- No, just, just finish yours. Excuse me? No. Oh, okay. I say okay. we just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry we're, about that. We're writing little notes. Tenic- yeah. yeah, we're trying to figure something out. We're trying Technical to figure something difficulties. out. Technical difficulties. Um, so they, they load up everything in their van, and they head off to a campground, one of their favorite campgrounds. Um, yeah, this is the one they actually went to earlier in the book, too. Yes. It's their favorite place to go. Um cool i just i just realized i wrote this incorrectly because there's like typos all over this part um they headed off northeast keyboard too small towards fuck you (laughs) towards the campground that was near i don't know where this is at hon honedale (laughs) i don't know where this is at but then again i've never been to the state so uh but upon arriving jack had immediately begun to feel like an evil presence. Already started to feel an oppressing presence and told Janet about it. Um, basically, they decide to not really pay this too much mind because they wanted to have a good weekend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They wanted I can to, understand like, you to kind of want to push it away and like still try to make the most of yeah. what they could. Like, you know, so far it's a. That's a feeling. Let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, it's just a feeling. Um, and that whole day, once I got some. there and unpacked it, more than a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hooked on a feeling, I think is the song, too. Yeah. That's true. Um, voice crack. <clears throat> yeah, puberty sucks. It does. It's, it sucks. I've been going through it for, like, the last, like, six years. years. <laughs> started when I was five. started when I was five. It hasn't really quite ended. It's not. It's not great. So it's I, not too bad. <laughs> I think it's fine. It's okay, guys. Every now and then I get like a normal sounding voice, and then it goes back to this. Um, Friday, once they got there, actually went pretty all right. Nothing really happened. They were able to set up camp and hang out and enjoy the day. Um, during Saturday, Janet had put on a clo- uh, put up a clothesline with bathing suits and towels to like dry out and uh even though there was no wind all the items on the clothesline were blown off and thrown everywhere so they were just kind of knocked all down yep and then thrown about um, even though there was like no drafts no yep also jack knew that janet whenever she ties up on the clothesline she ties them pretty good it's pretty difficult so jack knows how good janet is at tying things up absolutely 
should see no 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 <laughs> not going there um oh, you didn't uh, take that <laughs> um while janet and the kids that later that day um went away to go play bingo at the recreational hall that's not too far from the camp site a lot of camps have like little rec halls you know, yeah little areas where people who are camping can hang out um jack decides to build a fire Again, with this very specific timing, is it about 9.15 p.m. Uh, builds a fire. Uh, while he's doing so, he's just kind of hanging out, and Simon's with him, uh, which is their dog. Yes. I think we've talked about the dog's name. I'm not quite yeah. sure. I think I even mentioned in the last chapter. Last part I did. You said the dog. I don't know if you said Simon. I, no, I did yeah, uh, last uh, last episode. Gotcha. Okay. I talked about Simon. But Simon is their dog. They started attacking Simon. Simon was sitting by Jack when the dog again became startled, and he was, as he had earlier that afternoon. Except this time, Simon growled and looked over at the, some bushes. Jack tilted his head towards the bushes, and to his astonishment, there was a teenage girl standing there, about fourteen years old, which is sus, kind of. What do you put it that way? Some girl suspect people. What? I was correcting it. You're correcting me saying sus? Yes. To be suspicious, not suspect. suspect. Same. Let's go along the same lines. Yes, it does. But the girl was standing about... If we have anybody over 15 listening to this, they might not know what sus means. You're right. How dare I use <laughs> slang terms in abbreviations? I'll, I'll work harder from now on, okay? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> um, the girl was standing about the thirty hope you feet. Die part. Later, okay. I mean, it's a concept. I hope you die, but we'll, we'll just—it kind of goes without saying. Yeah. I hope you Most people die. say that to me. Yeah. The girl was about thirty feet away from Jack. Doctor actually said that near the road and by the bushes. Jack saw her clearly. She was looking at him and smiling. Simon continued to growl, and Jack didn't understand this because Simon has. A friendly disposition. disposition. What? I was saying disposition because I thought you like had lost your part for a second. How do you know it was disposition? Simon had a friendly. The only other word that came friendly, to mind was like, disposition. Friendly outlook on women <laughs> and life. <laughs> I you know generally has a very good demeanor I, I get... and friendly outlook on life. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Just in my mind, that's the word that came. I thought you—that's the word watched. I exactly used I too. We're we're getting too fucking like on the same wavelength, and I kind of hate it. And likes <laughs> youngsters. That one I didn't come up with. Almost transfixed, Jack start, stared at the girl, and she continued to smile back without moving. After about ten seconds, the girl vanished into the air, in thin air rather. A few seconds later, she reappeared then quickly disappeared again jack thought that someone might be playing a trick on him he went into the van and brought out a large flashlight with a four inch i don't know why it's important four inch circumference yeah. beam again why they get this book super details about things that don't matter it's a flash i hate bringing this up but also it keeps happening jack wrote to the church and he brought out a five and a half inch pen at 0.2 ounces yes. in a 1952 Oil, uh, oil well. The uh, the paper had a weight of about eighty pounds. <laughs> eighty pounds? The paper? That's like drawing papers, like eighty. 
Like, it doesn't weigh 80 pounds. That is no, the, that's the weightage. That's the weightage of the paper, yeah. I don't even know what it means. That's what the weight is that paper. Okay, goes by I see thing. what you mean. I, it's not. It's not. No, like physical. if you get a, no, you no, can't it's pick not it physically up. eighty pounds. <laughs> I was, got really confused. It could be like the tensile strength. It's the strength. gradage of it. Yeah. Okay. So it gotcha. could be like tensile strength okay. or something they go by. So usually pounds. the thickness of papers. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so one thought. Uh, so we brought out a flashlight. Jack looked over to the bushes where the girl had was back again. She just stood there motionless, smiling at Jack. With Simon growling, Jack and the dog moved towards the girl. She disappeared. Jack and Simon went to the spot where the girl had been standing, but was not. Was, you are but like there's... reading this really weird. I know. Don't don't point it out. I'm trying to get back on the actual flow of it. I keep making weird pauses. I usually pre-read. Yeah. Before I. Uh... I did pre-read. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another finger. <laughs> I totally pre-weeded it. You say it with such, like, so serious, and then you realize you just died. It's like, oh. <laughs> I said, I, I begun the sentence, and I was like, yes, I'm saying this correctly, and then I listened to what I said. I was like, fuck. Pui weed. You just watch her, you just die at the moment you think came out. Uh, the girl had been standing, but she was not to be found. Using the flashlight, Jack um, looked up and down the road. I actually have a question. Around the bushes and found nothing. Yes. If the circumference of the beam was only three inches, you think you would have noticed her missing? <laughs> the goodie had an extra one inch circumference on that flashlight. <laughs> it was a diameter. Oh, my God. It was God. diameter. <laughs> it was... Oh, fuck me. If that beam had been slightly smaller, he might not have noticed she was missing. <laughs> Shortly after finding nothing, he heads back to the fire. Uh, the fire. Did you get the the up. candle power of the flashlight? <laughs> the lumens. I'm really up surprised. Well, I used to go. They used to say candle. I know. I'm surprised that wasn't in there. Honestly. <laughs> the candlelight power. It was a really fucking good flashlight. It was like cool. Jack things. broke out his billion candlelight <laughs> flashlight, shined it around, made some cars crash. After Janet and the kids returned from the recreational hall. Uh, the younger kids kind of went to sleep, and all who was awake was Jack. Janet. So the girl just disappeared. Girl disappeared. He could never find her. She never showed up again. He went back to the fire a few hours later. The kids and Janet came back. I should also say that it wasn't just the smurl. Like the smurls were there, but also they they brought their cousin with them, who was Billy, fourteen year old girl. It was a fourteen year old guy, actually. <laughs> he had um, long hair. Long kind blonde hair. It's just slightly. Um, <clears throat> after they returned, the younger kids went to bed and kind of went to sleep. Um, around midnight, they Wait. heard a... Yes? We were just talking about how they had a visiting family member. Yeah. This, I wonder if that's like the It cousins. might be. It might be the visiting passerby. Again, that was the last chapter, so it could be any time frame. Yeah. Also, like, you said at the shower one that Dawn was 16 in this moment don is 14 and it brings that up because <laughs> look simon can transpose himself what's saying she can't change her age you're right anyways around midnight they begun to hear a young girl's voice coming from across the lake yeah uh, but that's not like 
calling out, help me. That's not going to be something uncommon. A young girl's voice across the lake saying, help me. Um, we used to do pranks like that no, all the time as no, kids. They didn't, they didn't assume initially that it was a prank or a demon. They actually went out to find out what it was. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought they were gonna say think it was a demon, like the spirit. No. Okay. no, 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 no. Like, that's not like uncommon. Um. And all so they, they decided was, like they... a zodiac sign on a tree. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So they decided to go out looking for him. So while Jack stayed in the camp with the younger kids who were asleep, Janet, Dawn, and Billy which is the cousin, decided to go looking for the... Hold on, hold yes, on, hold on, hold on. go on. Jack, who wants to fight a demon... Right? <laughs> ...will not go out to look for a girl well, He's protecting his kids. But they're safe. The mother can stay there. He's going to where a girl is screaming for help. He sends his wife and his kid and his, the, uh, his nephew. Yeah, yeah. Jack, who wants to fight demons, will not go look it's for a girl too, at night. It's funny, too, because Jack says, like, the the cousin, at the same age as Don, around 14. <laughs> uh, so, Jack, who wants to fight demons, hears someone screaming for help, sends his wife and two kids yep. to go look. And he, he basically says that Billy was a, like, very stout kid and was a wrestler and a football player. Uh, so he had full confidence that he could take care of any issue. Still, um, he could have stayed there and guarded yeah, the people I that were, were safe. Yeah, it's like I'm... you know, it's like you know, you're, you're like you're married, you're in bed with your wife. Someone you hear the window break downstairs. Your wife wakes you up. No, you go look. <laughs> <laughs> Here, honey, you take the bat. You go check it out. So after they looked for a little while to find the anyone's screaming help me they couldn't find it they called out for them no one replied so they began to believe it was just a prank and so they began to head back to camp on their way back to camp they were passing the rec center um <laughs> on the way back to th- past the rec center they were walking past the um the rec center which is right next- yes sorry i got that worded very weirdly um as they were passing, they stopped dead in their tracks because they saw a very large 50-gallon metal trash can start to spin furiously a few feet from them. The flood lighting from the store was on, and then they could clearly see that there was no, the spinning was very quick and there was no one doing it. There was nothing inside of it causing it. Um, Jack, who was waiting for them to return, looked out to also see the can spinning. I guess they weren't that far from the rec center, from the camp. Well, um, given how brave Jack is in the woods, they probably didn't want to be too far from That's it. true. You needed lights close by. Janet, Don, and Billy looked at each other as it continued to spin. <laughs> they stood there for 20 or 30 seconds just watching it spin, and it abruptly stopped. Just was like, stopped, fell over. Raccoon ran out. <laughs> no, it specifically says, and there were was no animals inside. Ah. Still no wind. Being spooked, they quickly made their way back to camp. When arriving, they all grouped up around the fire, and Jack told them about what had happened earlier with the younger girl. Jack decided to tell them some ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, after telling them about the girl, they decided they were going to leave the next day. So, 
They go all go to bed and they wake up. They leave the campground the next day to drive home back to where they come from, which apparently this actually isn't the campground story I thought it was. You're talking about the one where she's running and she's like, it, right? When they bring their parents. I don't remember that one. And there's like the black mass is floating. Catholicism. I remember one of them gets chased through the forest. At some point. Yeah, but there's like a black, there's a black mass at the campground one time. And they're all there. John and Mary as well. I Yeah, I think this, I might have confused this one with that. I remember the That's the girl, big one I thought you were talking about. I, I Because I remember them being chased. Yeah. That was what I liked. Not the fact that they're being chased, but like that whole scene. Um, I guess I confused it with so, this know, one because the, I remember the girl being there. And I thought that was all on the same camping trip. I guess it wasn't. So you know what's interesting though if you look at it. Is they've had several camping trips. And at the house, it slowly progressed how much it was doing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like outside of the house, it doesn't have as much power, so it's slowly progressing to what it can do outside. Yeah. I think it's just able to feed off of them more as they, time progresses. Could be. Less people but I mean, there, so less power. No, but what I mean is like, okay, so at home now, it can rape them. Yes. Pick them up and throw them. Yeah. But at the campground, it can't really do much. Yet. It's also possible that it wasn't. It was trying to just cause more stress, not actually cause harm. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's like slowing down, going backwards. That's true. Um, after they pack everything up and start to head back, um, Janet Janet wondered if they were imagining all of it, pretty much psyching themselves out of it. Um, the Apparition of the young girl, the violent spinning garbage can, uh, provided one thing to Jack and Janet Smurl. Are you getting bored? <laughs> Come again? That's the getting bored? No! <laughs> I'm trying to, like, like I'm trying to end it. Infestation, when I this house, the person when it starts end. to harass, attack the family, letting it... This is the end of it, so I'm kind of, like, just trying to <laughs> end it on a little more serious, somber note. TLD. Nothing we do is serious. Shit, you fucking right. Um, once they were, got back home, they talked to Ed and Lorraine about it later on in the day, and they basically say that the demon it could be traveling with them. The and afterwards, that they pretty much had a report. Wow, I'm fucking up because you pointed out how I was talking. So now I'm like <laughs> thinking about it too much, it? and I'm fucking up the words. I'm just gonna poke your insecurities every time. Oh my in your penis is small. In, as if to reinforce the <laughs> statement, on their drive home, the... Damn it. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I missed you. Ball in your head messing around now. Uh, as to reinforce the statement, on their way home, the vehicle began to vibrate violently. Whole vehicle. Um... And this continued on for a little while, until so they eventually pulled over and got out to make sure everything was okay. You know, I'm not going to say this is the case, but if you've ever been in a car where one of the weights flies off the wheel, yes, that I was goddamn car the vibrates thing. all over the place. Uh, the one little bouncing weight on that wheel throws the whole car off. Yep. I've had that happen a few times where, like, it wasn't balanced correctly, and you get over, like, 60 miles, the whole car goes... <gasps> I, I borrowed my mom's car once, and it was like that. Like, we were bringing her car back to her, and my roommate at the time, was uh, going with me to bring me back home afterwards. Mm-hmm. But 
he was going like 70 and my mom's car could not I get to around 50. It's like, <laughs> like I'm not, I can't, my, my hands were getting numb. The steering wheel was shaking. I'm like, I got to slow down. But yeah, that's, they, they eventually make it home and things continue on. But that's, I think, a good spot to. Yeah, we actually it. have like. I have another two pages. Yeah. And have, you have another like two pages. To put this into perspective, we each had five pages. And I we, had seven. And it's about two hours in. And we still have about five pages left. Again. Yeah. So, so I think that's a good spot to end. I think it's a good spot to end it. So this is, looks like it's going to be a six-parter now. <laughs> or or we cut out a lot. No. Nah. I mean, there's a lot. Because we do I start do to get into repartation. Repartation. I hate repartation. Repartation. I, uh, I cut out a lot anyway. I mean, I did too, but they're like... Like that, I said, we don't really do deep, deep dive stuff. That's true, but there, there, like, tell, there, tell is, there are going to be more spots where there's like, another exorcism. Well, another... it doesn't really matter how many parts we have. I know, but it. It, how many times can you hear, and they had another exorcism that didn't work. <laughs> and the Warren thought it was very serious, well, and they had to come. The funny thing is, though, if we were going to do that, we should have done that before, because now it's getting to the serious parts of the book. That is <laughs> a valid point. We probably... No, this is the first exorcism... This is like the first big camping trip. Yeah, but the second exorcism's right here. <laughs> yeah, so we could probably cut out the second exorcism unless there's any big important things. I I chopped that sucker right down. <laughs> okay, well, well that's like it. Oh, right, we'll play it by ear. I mean, if it turns into six parts, we'll do that. I. Who has the next episode then after this episode? Like after the whole. Smurl arc who gets the next who does the next episode is it you or me uh well i put those little fancy icons for each of us in the stories we can just look back and see who did the last yeah one. yeah because if it i think it might be me so. so then i'm gonna have to find something very different from this story because this oh i have a great one lined up you Can't told me a little bit to about, it. about it um <laughs> i'm excited i not that i don't i haven't even hinted to anybody what this is about Except the one thing I told you. Yeah, yeah. That, you told me one but thing. That's not going to help. No. I could be talking about the, the movie I made you watch. <laughs> Cannibal, the yeah. musical. I still fucking want to finish that movie, and I will later. But uh, I enjoy this book a lot, but I, I can understand it. This gets a bit... It's a bit... Six episodes a lot. Yeah. And I do want to finish it, and yeah. I, I think it'll be great. But whenever we do finish it, I want to I wanna cover something pretty big and pretty interesting. Like that's something that won't take a whole lot of time, but something interesting enough. To... Like back to a normal episode. Yeah, I like. <laughs> we can't do this again for a little while. No, because this is long. I'm sure. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure people are finding it interesting, but like, I've read the book a couple times. You've read it a couple times. Now telling the story, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I... we're wondering if people are even caring anymore. And I hope they are. And I hope we can get no, to I this. No, I can listen here. Let me put it. This I want to put it. And I think we've been doing pretty there's good at certain, making it interesting. There's certain podcasts that do a full season on one topic, and people don't get bored. That's true. So I'm gonna but say, but we're we're not we're not that kind of podcast. No, we're not. Very, yeah, but we keep it humorous the whole time. That is true. It. We do keep it humorous, and I think I that's so. been kind of keeping it interesting, especially the whole talks on you I know think we're fine holy water sprinkler systems. I think we'll be fine finishing this off. 
I think I, I think I, we'll be I'm completely not. fine finishing it off. I'm just stating that maybe we should give it a, like a few months before we try and do a big project. Oh, oh, hell yeah, of course. <laughs> I can't. I thought make... you meant like you were getting bored and like no, 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 no. I like it. I, I don't want to stop. <laughs> no, I don't want to keep out. doing massive ones like this. I like doing no. short ones. I like doing short ones too. Plus, the benefit of the short ones, I like being able to bounce from topics and go from paranormal to. True, yes. unsolved yep. true yep. crime and it, it makes it a little bit easier for people to just drop in to the episode instead of having to go back and listen to what was been said yeah um but i definitely want to do that I, like I, there's one podcast you got me into oh yeah that every episode you can't... is four hours and there's about 50 episodes per season you're wild <laughs> and you it's can't 100. and you can't just drop in the middle no you can you just won't understand some things yeah, most of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to understand... You won't Kelly. understand the characters whatsoever. Nope, absolutely Unless you were not. there for the first 20 hours. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Great show. Love it. I got Watched bored of it. Watched it last night. I got it was bored awesome. Of it. What? I honestly got bored of it. I mean, it's not... No, I mean, like, I love it. They're hilarious. But you, at work... It's not for everybody. No, I mean, sure. I enjoy it, but it's like, at work, it's like... I have to switch up topics every now and then. I can't just I get listen it. to D&D it's all day long. It's four hours. Yeah. So I get it. I even do it with my stuff. Like, I'll listen to... Like, I'm doing the books, no problem. But, like... No, like, I mean... Not even the fact that it's four hours. But I can go, like, a couple weeks straight just listening to them. But then I gotta switch to something <laughs> different. Yep. That's like, I used to only listen to true crime. And now I either can't do that anymore. I listen to comedy stuff. Like, them yeah. and... You do want to keep it always interesting and change it up a bit. Otherwise, you are going to get burnt out. I, then I just get bored time. at work. Yep. I don't want to be bored on So I, I've i been listening to like Sherlock Holmes, and then I'll switch it to The Wheel of Time. I'm going through I'll... The Witcher. Nice. I'm actually on the last book now. Nice. Which book hours. is <laughs> Lady of the a Lake. A book? Yeah, 20-hour audio book. That's not bad. Lady of the Lake. You should try listening to some of the fucking <sighs> Stormlight Archive books. So I already told you. The first one's like... 37 the second Wait, one's like 45 hours there's a fantasy book i was just gonna download that sounds the stormlight archives the first book is the way of kings the second book is oh fuck knight's radiance and the third book is oathbreaker good books they're made they're they're written by brandon sanderson who's a great uh author it, it sounds familiar, but it's, I don't think it's the same one. Because this one, like, the first book was called, like, The Something of the Assassin or something like that. Something of the Assassin. I can't remember the name of it. That's great. That's vague. I, I, I can't remember the name of it. Assassin's Blade. No. Oh, are you reading the um, Glass Throne series? No. Oh. It's, a fa- it's like an adult fantasy series. So Glass Throne is an adult fantasy book. Yeah, it's not that, though. It's something else. There's, like, seven parts, but only, like, the first four parts. It's all set in the same universe. But the first four books are, like, a certain part. Okay. And the other four books, like, Star Wars. Different parts of the galaxy. Gotcha. So, yeah. But it's all on the same planets, different places. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first it's book. supposed to be an amazing fantasy series. Starmoon Archives only has three books right now, so it's yeah, not this, that. No, it's not. This is Glass cool. Throne, I think, all takes place with the same person throughout I'll, the I'll whole figure series. it out. All right. I mean, I think you'll like it, so I'll find it for you. I might have listened to it before. I don't know. I've listened to I've I've read and listened to a lot of books. Okay, well, we got to get going. <laughs> yeah, we got to do this. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? I'll do it. Okay. Email me. <laughs> do it, bitch. Email okay, so, me. If you want to contact us, 
you can email us at arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Just all one thing, no periods, no nothing. Except gmail.com. It's got a period. <laughs> Spell on the word Twitter, dot. What? I was making a joke. Spell the word dot instead of dot, dot com. At Twitter, you can find us at Arc. I said that's so weird. On Twitter, you can find us at Arcanum Obscura. On Instagram, you can find us at Arcanum Obscura Podcast. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate and follow. Let your friends know. Let your family know. Let your enemies share us, know. Share us where you teach your dog to download podcasts. That'd be cool. If you do that, you have be to, able to do it. Simon can do a lot of weird Simon shit. Can do crazy shit. He, Simon can just apparate. He probably just anyway. streams podcast straight into his head. Yeah, it's that it's the German blood in him. Wow, we're us. recording them. Oh my live God, he's getting liquid Arcanum Obscura directly input in his brain. He's actually getting it five minutes before we record it. Holy shit, Simon's the best. Simon is sick ass dog. Fucking dope. Simon's the best character, honestly, in all these. In this whole story, Simon's actually pretty badass in coming up chapter. Simon's just pretty badass in general. Well, I mean, aside from teleporting, he actually like shows he can fight too. <laughs> uh, this he's is not a... just a mage; he's a warrior. Oh too. my god! You know what this book is? This book is just anime. This book <laughs> is an anime of the dog becoming the hero and finding his true power lies in this friendship that he's made along the way. The warrior mages is just warrior mage. Warrior mage. I mean, yeah. Or warcasters. I think I heard different terms. That's there, there's like spellblades and shit that's like it, that's that. Those are more like terminologies. They're not yeah, but that's what Simon is because he fights too. Warlock. Warlocks just use a staff and cast spells. Not necessarily. It depends what kind of... Battle mage. Battle mage. That's the term I was looking for. Simon, we find out Simon's a battle there's mage. There's also arch... Up. There's... Fuck, what are they? Arch knights? Something like that? Arch knights? Which are like... Oh, they're the ones that know like... Tesla spell slinging lightning. Yeah, this is some real right fucking across. fantasy D and D shit, and we're just, we're showing our true colors now. It's kind of getting rough. Isn't that a song too? Yes, it true is. True colors shining through, and that's why I love you. So don't be afraid. And we have to stop right there, otherwise we need. You are really showing your true colors because that's all I knew of that song. Really, it's a great song. Now I knew gonna, it. Stay tuned for him to sing YMCA, but in minor key. Yeah, but you can only sing in like non minor keys. Did word. you forget? Sopranos. <laughs> so you can only sing in soprano. Non minor key. Anyways, have a good day. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Or good night. Um, have a good. Have a good. You fucked me up. You're excluding people. What I, if it's nighttime? I night? was about to continue and you kept talking over me. Stop throwing things at me. <laughs> Throwing shit at each other. <laughs> Have a good time. How about that? Have a good time. I hope you had a good time. I hope you had a good time too. And I hope you have a good time afterwards. I hope you listen again. You probably won't, but I hope you do. And you know what helps? Um, what's that? Doing a whole line of blower it before you listen. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> have a great day and night this, and this, evening. This episode is brought to you by my line of blow. Yeah. <laughs>